Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Gentlemen, let the battle of the fake bands begin! Yeah, new podcast. Ah, piping hot new podcast. Yeah, figuring out a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how to begin oh man uh, 45 minutes of prep work yeah before we pressed record hey hey everyone hello everyone's my name is david bell uh my name is tom ryman welcome to <laughs> the battle, the battle of, the of the fake bands <laughs> Woo! Woo! yeah we did it Woo! you know Folks, this is a three-episode podcast mini-series where mm, we go through mm. all of the fake bands we could think of from movies and TV yes, of by, all genres. Yeah, by fake we mean fictional. There are actual musicians playing the, writing and playing yeah. these songs. And but, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. right now, sorry we forgot the one you're thinking of. I'm not. Too bad. Okay. I'm not sorry. Uh, There's a hundred fucking bands on this list. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, big shout out to our podcast producer, Matt Osborne. Woohoo! Uh, or on Discord, Big Oz Country. Either one. Sure. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, Matt, uh, uh, you know, was like, do it. And yeah. we did. And this is it. Do it for me, Big Country. Yeah, so we have a bracket system. Uh, we're going to be going through. Hopefully, we'll share the brackets. We sort of shared the brackets already. Uh, we're going to go genre by genre, and we're going to just talk about uh, each lineup uh, and kind of feel out which one is the better band. Um, mm -hmm. I'll yeah. say this right now: this is going to be extremely difficult. Yeah, there's going to be some close calls here because we're judging not only by the quality of the music performed by said fictional band, but also like how cool the fictional band is and mm -hmm. like the movie surrounding them. Right. If the movie's really well known or like uh, really like, yeah, like a really successful film or like a really iconic film, uh, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh I don't know. Do we, should we just get started? I don't know how long this is going to take. Yes, yeah, so we should. I don't probably know how much bullshit we need to spin. You I don't know? think we need to spin any bullshit whatsoever. All right. Well, let's I think start with we the... just we just get to the meat. Okay. Should we start with the hardest one, which to me is metal, or should we start at the bottom with country and music, uh, music, country and blues and folk? Hmm. Uh, we sort of, as you can already tell. We put things together in chunks because we weren't going to go through every goddamn genre. Yeah. Uh, uh, but like already looking at metal, there's a lot of hard decisions to make in metal. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if we should warm ourselves up a bit with one of the other ones. Uh, sure. All right. Let's listen, start at the bottom. Listen, we make the rules. 
We make the rules. Not not big country. He's not makes. here right now. Mm-hmm. It's you and That's me. True. It's you and me, baby. <laughs> it's you and me, We're baby. We're calling the shots. <laughs> well, shit. Let's start. Okay. With the country blues folk genre uh, on this lineup, should we should we say the full lineup? Should we? Uh, I love how we're pl- uh, like I'm asking questions about how to do the podcast while we're recording it. No, that's how we um, usually get it done. Yeah, exactly. Um, should we just uh, start with the specific matchups? Let's just start with the matchups. All right, first match, folks. This is Bad Blake versus The Folksman. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Folksman is from A Mighty Wind. Yes. Bad Blake is from Crazy Heart. Yeah. Now, Tom, first question, have you seen either of these films? I've seen A Mighty Wind. Okay. We should probably know, we've listened to these bands. We've listened to every, Uh, yeah, we've listened to all the songs, or at least one song for each band. Yeah, that should that should be noted right away so yeah. people know. But like we're not we wouldn't have seen all the band all the songs necessary or uh, fuck's sake, all, all the, the movies, movies necessarily. Use your words. Uh look. Shh. Anyway. No, don't uh, look. Listen. <laughs> Listen. It's the battle of the bands. <laughs> you um, you fucking scumbag. <laughs> So I hadn't seen Crazy Heart and watching the live performance. I knew Jeff Bridges. Yeah. It was of like course. the country guy. Yeah, uh, bad I Blake. was absolutely shocked to see Colin Farrell come, come skittering out on stage. Yep. Comes and start galloping singing as on well. stage like a spirit. I don't know. I don't know the context. I'm sorry. Uh, like the spirit of country music. Yeah. Uh, and, and then they're rocking together. I will say I'm not a fan of country. Uh, I really enjoyed Bad Blake. Yeah, no, it's a good uh, song. It is a good song. That said, personally, I grew up with a lot of folk around me, mm-hmm. and the folksmen, I think, are delightful, too. Uh, There's, here's Yeah, here's the distinction I'll make. One, the folksmen, uh, that's... The bit where Christopher Guest goes like, well, <laughs> yeah. started, oh. it fucking destroys me. Um, yeah. Old Joe's, Joe's Place, like that song is fucking perfect. Yeah. And they're all like ripping it up, man. They like, really are. Like the. Uh, That's the other thing. They really are ripping it up. Yeah. The musicianship of the folk music uh, played by the folksmen is genuinely impressive. It's fucking great. Yeah. And like. Um, by the way, we can't play any of the music. People are going to have to follow along somehow. Yeah. Uh, because of the yeah. way podcast works. Yeah. Uh, I think we could play like five seconds of each song or something. Right. But that's just not enough. We're not, yeah, we're not, uh, you big city lawyers. Yeah, exactly. We're not, you big city lawyers. We're not, we're not, we're not big city hyper chickens. Um, um, so we don't really know what the, so we're just not gonna, we're just not gonna take any chances. Um, we're just not gonna. Mm-hmm. Um, where are you leaning on this, Tom? I all right. Here's the thing. Cra- this is us. This is also a thing we're going to have to deal with. These are two wildly different films. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, like the the idea of judging by a film's success, uh, you know, is hard. These are two very different genres mm-hmm. too, which we you know we're trying to limit that as much as possible. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that I prefer the folksmen. 
That's over in- bad Blake. That's interesting. The folksman is, I get more enjoyment watching folk music being played. Yeah. Um, here's the, I would, here's the- I wouldn't casually listen to the folksman while I was chilling out. I could, con- I fair. would probably listen to bad Blake if I was just hanging out. Okay. Here's the other issue. Bad Blake is clearly more successful. It seems right you mean within the film within the film it would appear so yeah yeah and the <laughs> again, film again, is neither I don't one know. of us have seen it yeah i don't know if either film is more successful than the other uh obviously they have different you know they got different cred uh a mighty wind gets a lot of cred as being a comedy uh i feel like crazy heart was like a like a like an academy award type movie yeah that's what jeff bridges won for there you go yeah, I think I think we might have to give it to Bad Blake then, because um, I do enjoy the Folksman more. Mm-hmm. But Bad Blake is, I I feel like um, you're right in that. Well, no, okay. I think the song but might what, have been nominated too if it didn't. All win. right. Well another criteria here is this about which band would we rather watch perform uh that is an excellent question because i would go back to the folksman if that's the if that's it mm-hmm. what do you think should we do it based on that a traditional battle of the bands is that we are watching these bands perform that is also true yeah Hmm. And if we don't know the context around the band, which inevitably we might not. Okay, uh, it, it did win for best song as well. Fuck! I feel like we have to give it to that. <laughs> I And here's here's the other thing, Tom. I think this bracket is already decided. Oh, you and, do? Which is why, oh yeah, which is why I'm like, I don't give a shit. Because I don't think... <laughs> either of these are going to win it we'll see we will okay who do you want to give it to tom uh i'm gonna give it to bad blake okay i don't know can we can we adjust the bracket i don't think we're using a bracket let me click uh, on my bracket well while you're trying to figure that out i know there's an edit this bracket option you could click that but i don't think that'll they don't need to hear us troubleshoot this um okay next lineup tom mm-hmm. this is very this is gonna be a hell of a conversation the blues brothers versus figrin de- and <laughs> that's how you say it right yeah Fig- and the, figrin mo- Dan and the modal notes, notes. <laughs> otherwise known as the mose eisley katina band cantina, cantina band. band uh i guess folk country you know jizz oh right you're right it's jizz music it's jizz music fuck all right well you i'm gonna Philistine. put jizz look in this <laughs> in this subsection i'm gonna add jizz right sure and jizz music folk country jizz jizz i don't know where else to put it uh okay this is one of the most iconic uh comedy blues bands i guess mm-hmm and one of the most iconic alien bands. One of the most iconic jizz bands. Jizz bands. They're the, they're the jizz band. They're, they're the, the leader jizz in band. jizz band. Yeah. Uh, jizz music uh, pioneers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
They're the Beatles um, of jizz music. They're the Beatles of jizz they're the music. The Beatles of jizz. And actually, one <laughs> might say the Beatles are the figuring Dan and the modal nodes of rock music. That's true. You could say that. Uh, so these are two wildly bi- different uh, types of bands. Mm-hmm. This is really hard because this is when we have to start talking about our knowledge of the lives of these bands. Because the Blues Brothers is obviously the better musicians, right? Uh, Yeah, you know, because they assembled a bunch of really fucking yes. good blues musicians while uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi... Dance around in the front. Da- dance around, well, <laughs> yes. just just snow blind on cocaine. Yes, and uh-huh. when you put it that way, it is quite a sight. <laughs> I mean, they're I mean, singing. Like, John, yeah. John Belushi is singing. Yeah, he's um, doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He's like cocaine. He's that, that high-energy motherfucker that, that yeah. everybody knows. Um, uh, and you and got so, Dan Aykroyd like like scooting around playing his harmonica. They're undeniable in how iconic they are. Uh, we're going to run into this with a few bands where it's like the band is almost bigger than the film. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. You, 100%. I do, I do not remember the Blues Brothers film. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. Okay. It is an extremely boring film. Okay. I believe you. <laughs> There's a couple of good scenes and some quotable lines, but it's two hours long and it's, man, it's boring. Yeah. It's a boring movie. So this is, this is, this is the issue. Uh, boring movie, great music. Yeah. Meanwhile. Fucking just f- coked f- out jesters as, as the yes. front men. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Mos Eisley Cantina band, uh, same song over and over again. Yeah, from they what know I can tell. one song. Terrible musicians. <laughs> uh, great movie. I want their life. Like, I, let's like they're a right, band no, they've got in it a made. fucking like alien bar. Right. It's like it's like the Vegas residency of the Star Wars universe. They exactly. Just, they're just, they're doing a six month rotation in a Vegas. Yep. These are two extremely iconic and successful movies, so that doesn't help us. I feel like you only listen to Figure and Dan and the Modal Nodes ironically. Yes. That song is a punchline. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, because it's unlistenable. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not going to put it on. <laughs> You know, you would, I'm not gonna, you would I'm never not, put it on unless your intent was no. to make someone laugh. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to like I'm not going to like, you know, uh bring someone back to my house. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to do that cuz of the virus, but like and like try to romance them and put on the Mos Eisley Cantina band. I mean, I'm going to do that now. Uh, that I said it out loud. Yeah, well, now you have to. You only have to... you do it ironically. Right, exactly. You set up the candle at dinner. You know, you 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 have yeah. the roses on the table, and then you you go over to the, the to your to your iPod shuffle, yeah, to set the mood, and you start the Cantina Band song because you right. want to be like charming and funny, and then you fucking turn it off after five seconds and put on a real song. <laughs> right, or you or you commit, turn it on. <laughs> Crank that shit up and sit down and quietly stare at them. <laughs> you sit down and just start shoveling food into your mouth. 
Not paying attention to them at all. Just sat frantically, desperately wolfing it down while the cantina music plays. For the record, I wouldn't put the Blues Brothers on either. No, hell no. No, you're right. You'd put Rick Astley on. Yes. The uh, the band is bad. It's a bad band. It's a bad band. So outside of context of like the movies, if I was watching a band and the Blues Brothers came up, killed it, and then these assholes scuttle on stage. <laughs> these motherfuckers drag their fucking <laughs> testicle <laughs> skulls on stage yeah. <laughs> and hammer this bullshit out. <laughs> do we have to disqualify? Do we have to go with the Blues Brothers? Yes. Is the question here. Okay. <laughs> Yes. All right. Fine. Uh, next lineup then. Uh, bad. All right. Bad Blake is now facing off in our yeah. in our third little bracket against the Soggy Bottom Boys. This is genuinely tough. Really? I think so. Yeah. Not for me. I'm instantly going with Soggy Bottom Boys. That is fair. That's fair. Yeah. If you if you don't remember the Soggy Bottom Boys, is the band from uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Uh, Ma- yes. Man of and Constant if, Sorrow. It, yeah, and if you remember, that was all over the fucking radio. Fuck yeah, um, it was. It it was a like it. I think it exceeded the um, the reach of the film. The reach of the film. Yeah, that's why it's like, well, shit kind of have to go with that that is right that is a a powerful argument yeah <clears throat> um however, for the record i'm looking up who recorded it uh well, dan timinski it was originally supposed to be done by george clooney uh-huh. and wikipedia is very nice about saying however it was found that his recording was not up to the required standard he was bad he so, can't he can't he sing. was bad he can't sing yeah. and that's fine he's yeah. george clooney he doesn't need to be able to sing he doesn't need to be able to sing um there is an asterisk here because man of constant sorrow is a traditional blues song they, they did not okay. write they did not write it for the film it's like a hundred year old song well i'm gonna say that that's gonna come up a lot probably see uh uh fucking the lone rangers and airheads you know like there is yeah yeah there is going to be uh songs that weren't written for the movie Mm -hmm. well so i'm gonna Uh, bring in another another because we haven't really addressed it as much up until this point i think and of course neither of us have seen crazy heart but i think the soggy bottom boys are way more interesting than bad blake yeah and well what just, do you mean just, well, just their whole journey with the guts up, up to recording this song yes that's the other thing they are escaped convicts who perform a song as a grift mm-hmm. they perform that when they perform the the it live uh it is thrown together and it is amazing. Imagine what would happen if they actually had sat down to plan anything. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah, the fact that it's you know a, bl- a blue standard makes that scene make more sense. In case you didn't know that, because because yeah. otherwise way, it's like they're just making up a song as uh, on the spot. It's like, well, no, this yes. is a song they all know. They're just doing it. right. They're just doing an awesome version of it. Yeah, um, there is a little. I don't. I don't, I'm not going to use this for po- like for points because also Jeff Bridges is performing. So is Colin Farrell. Apparently the songs are being no performed. shit. Yeah. You can, according to, you according can, to this, you can tell it's Jeff Bridges 
Uh, yeah, Colin that, Farrell. That voice is unmistakably his. Colin Farrell comes up there sound like fucking Alan Jackson. <laughs> right. And he's Irish. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'm also seeing and Robert Duvall, who I didn't know was in this. I'm going to have to see this of movie. Of course. Tom. I mean, of course, Robert Duvall. Look at him. Yeah. Of course that just, man can, can sing. Yeah. I can't stress enough how shocking it was to see Colin Farrell jump on stage. It wasn't like, of course, like he's in movies, you know? Uh, I just wasn't prepared for it. So, like, there's, I don't know if we're going to, we're, we can't really. I don't know if we can give points based on that because that's just going to be. A, I don't think so that's because not, that's that's a situational thing. Exactly, it's not the actor's fault. It's not the band. Um, so, I I'm still saying Soggy Bottom Boys. Yeah, no, I'm going with Soggy Bottom Boys, 100. percent Okay, Soggy Bottom. Much boys. much Fourth love bracket. to you, Bad Blake. We are both I'm, going to watch your movie. <laughs> we are, we podcast. are. But I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. I'm not sorry. All right. The Blues Brothers is facing against Dewey Cox. Dewey Cox. <laughs> As in the the walk hard, walk uh, hard. Dewey Cox. Are. I haven't seen this movie, which I think will surprise some people because everybody's seen this movie and people like it. Uh, uh, yeah. No. Um, you're trash. Thank you. Um, I don't understand how our partnership has lasted this long and you haven't seen mm-hmm. Walk Hard. Um, mm-hmm. The thing about Dewey Cox is only like his first song is a country song. Like it's, okay. it's it spans every genre of music. Like he's got a hit in like every genre, pretty much. Right. Um, because he's supposed to be uh, um, Johnny Cash, and then he's like the Beatles, and then you know. Okay. He does like punk um, rock stuff. How does he compare? I listened. I mean, I've listened to a few songs. Uh, it sounds like it's hard to put him against the Blues Brothers. At least we have two like comedic uh, music performances here, mm-hmm. but it it seems like the Blues Brothers are just so fucking iconic that I can't yeah, not allow yeah. them to blow past Dewey Cox. Right, right. Like the the songwriting in Walk Hard is very impressive. They're all just doing essentially mimicries of what artist he's supposed to be parroting. Right at the time in the movie, so like Walk Hard sounds like a song Johnny Cash would have written. Uh, right. to, to the film's credit um and it's certainly not a bad song right. um but it's the fucking blues brothers <laughs> it's the fucking blues brothers yeah it's hard it's one of those things where it's like i like a lot of this uh on these brackets but and then i'm gonna have fucking, to make a decision yeah just these two <laughs> just a high energy fu- uh, fucking high as shit maniacs come out yeah there. You can't, you can't, there's no denying it. I am now curious about this final bracket, Tom, Mm. which is the Blues Brothers versus the Soggy Bottom Boys. This is also Uh, interesting. These are two bands uh, that play blues standards. Yeah. They're also both criminals. They're both criminals. Yep. One is more iconic than the other, uh, but I like Soggy Bottom Boys better. Uh, I think what it is is it's the uh, it's funny because it's not like George Clooney's actually singing. We just went through that, but there's something about yeah these snowblind Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi just hiring a bunch of really talented people, and they themselves the faces of it. I would say not as talented. 
Not as talented musicians, Made but Blue they're... Brothers 2000? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you have, well, like... only one of them made that, actually, but... Yeah. Anyway. Um, I don't know. It's... They're not as... They're, they're not as talented as musicians, but as right. as performers, that's a different question. <laughs> they're fucking killing it. Right. Of course. It's John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. It's really... This is really... They... Both of these bands also gave killer... Uh, per, on, on stage performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, great music. Do you think it's just a uh, Blues Brothers got to run with it? I don't. Hmm. It's hard because I don't have any nostalgia for the Blues Brothers, so I'm very tainted. Uh, because Soggy Bottom Boys, I'm just like, well, I fucking like them more. I like that movie more. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's like, I like it's everything around movie. the Soggy Bottom Boys talking, more than yeah. I like everything. We're but ta- the Blues Brothers are like they literally are running around Universal Studios. Like they're a, they're there's a punk, treated there's the same a, way there's Disney a, treats yeah. Cinderella. Yeah, and there was also like a punk rock element to the movie that's really cool. I mean, but that yeah, and to the you know to the characters, they're just chaos because Belushi was chaos, right. And so there's just something you have to respect about all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that feels like, you know. I feel like we have to give it to the Blues Brothers. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. And I don't want to, but we're scientists, Tom. Like we are. We're fucking the machinations going on in our professorial brains right now. All right. I'm going to put the Blues Brothers Yeah, they, down. they win. For people who are curious, by the way, we should have explained this. Today we're doing movies. Uh, next episode, we're doing TV, uh-huh. and then the third episode and final, we're gonna put it all together and we're, figure out who the ultimate band. We're is. gonna smash them all together like when you made your Barbies. Fuck. Yep. So. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, exactly. It's exactly like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, let's or move on to the turtles, next bracket. Whatever you were playing with. Yeah. 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 Like turtles, like uh, pet turtles. Mm-hmm, yeah. The we pet make turtles. them fuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, let's, let's go on to punk rock then, I guess. Ah, this is another pretty, this is going to be, this is going to be tough. This is another pretty stacked category. Fuck. It is. It, okay. it really is. <laughs> Fuck. Why is there a bronze match? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's, God it's damn it. I, this, I, this I, is a whole fucking thing. Ignore that. Ignore that. That's for, that's for if, if two semifinalists have to square off to see who wins third place. Oh, it's just it, no. it's a, it's no, a, no 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 yeah, it's a, we don't it's a check that. box we did we forgot to check so just fuck it okay. that's that doesn't okay. matter that doesn't matter okay battle number one low shoulder versus josie and the pussycats mm. i don't really even have to discuss this one no but we should for a second <laughs> okay. just for the sake low of shoulder show. is the skeezy band from jennifer's from body jennifer's body yep josie and the pussycats in as in the one from the movie where they're they're actually like kind of like they're pop it's, punk, it, 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 and then they become more pop, and that's the story of the. Yeah, it, it's the one with Rachel Lee Cook and Rosario Dawson and Tara Reid. Yes, and if you haven't watched that movie, <laughs> you wouldn't know that it fucking rips. That it is a great rips, film, and that film is also amazing. Yeah, uh, which is why, yeah, this one, I'm. It's like my eyes are glossed over. I'm like, well. Oh, I mean, low shoulder is right, and it's like, and also Josie and the Pussycats is essentially just letters to Cleo. Oh, really? Yeah, right. Isn't that the singer? I don't know. 
I don't well, now, know. Now I I've don't know anything about work. music, Tom. I listen to punk, so I don't know much about music uh, and like who sings it and like how the how the things work. Like you have like four or five things that people have on stage, and then they press the buttons mm-hmm. and they make music. That's fair. My my point is that Josie and the Pussycats wins this, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, it is. It is the lead singer from Letters to Cleo. Okay, should we move on? Yeah, I mean, like as much as I love low low shoulder, and I do like that song, and fucking Adam Brody is incredible in that movie. Yeah, Josie the Pussycats fucking rips. <laughs> That's the first. Yes, the first three uh, songs on that soundtrack album rule yes so uh yeah that's that's it um, that, that, that's that's that. it <laughs> no that's that's fucking it that is fucking um, it well okay what's our what's our next one here we have oh fuck oh fuck mm. the venus and furs mm-hmm. uh versus the stains now the Venus and Furs is from Velvet Goldmine, which is essentially just about Velvet Underground. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a movie that features Ewan McGregor and Christian Bale and uh, Tony Collette. Uh-huh. Collette. <laughs> it is a great film. Uh, and that's um, a, it's a great fucking song. It really is. <laughs> that is a uh, good song. <laughs> it's hard because this is too... Because we went with punk, so this is that's like... It's more like glam rock punk. It's 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 pre-punk. Yeah, it's like Velvet kinda, Underground it's, is it's, one of the bands that people th- credit as like leading into punk. Yeah, it's like Velvet Underground Bowie is is like what this song yes. is. Meanwhile, The Stains, which is from Ladies and Gentlemen, The Fabulous Stains, a movie I haven't seen and absolutely desperately need to, yeah. because it's about a all woman punk band led by diane lane with laura dern as the bassist yeah uh, so holy shit yeah. guys uh the stains i couldn't figure out the band that actually they just have them credited as the fabulous stains they're very so for all i know it's just they're very similar to like pat benatar um well, meets the runaways yeah to put them into perspective apparently i was reading up on this movie bikini kill cites the stains ah, as inspiration for their band there you go and it's like holy shit because <laughs> bikini kill is extremely iconic uh and the fact that they were birthed at least in part by the stains uh is amazing and this is the hard this is the hard decision here because the venus and furs glam rock pre-punk the stains is more like hardcore punk a little later uh and they're both awesome. Yeah, they're both pretty sweet. Yeah, there's um, the version, the clip we watched of the Stain song, there's a better version of it. It's actually a song by, Jesus, who was it? Um, it's Join the Professionals by the Looters is the, uh, is the actual band. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cover of it. But again, we're gonna we're gonna see a lot. We're gonna run that. into that a lot. I don't know. What are you? Where where are you? Mm. Where are you leaning here, Tom? Man, that, I'm gonna need your direction here because I that I note love about both of that these note songs. about Bikini Kill might tip it. Yeah, uh, this is really hard because Velvet Goldmine. Are, Velvet Goldmine is a musical. <laughs> Velvet that's, Underground that's already existed. Al- yeah, it's almost cheating. <laughs> yeah, 
which is why like the stains uh is yeah. really speaking to me here yeah we might have to give it to the stains i think so i think so too because uh velvet goldmine is more when was that movie made it was oh, made uh, uh 98 okay i was about to say 99 okay and so here's the thing velvet uh, velvet goldmine is a reaction yes to iconic music yeah um ladies and gentlemen the fabulous stains was made in 1982 and it was also a reaction but it inspired other bands such as bikini kill which in turn inspired other bands right it like advanced the genre yeah you could argue that it did i'm yeah. sure this wasn't the only reason no, i'm sure kill, i'm sure i'm sure but like also where ray winstone's in there Ho- holy shit wait wait what what is going on hold on i don't know hold on i don't know hold on ray winstone i I, okay yeah ray winstone is credited as billy slash vocals for the looters that can't be right wait he couldn't have done (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute he couldn't have he wait (laughs) hold on everybody everything stop here he must have been like wait (laughs) he couldn't have hmm. He is he member of the looters? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, I'm not seeing like on his Wikipedia page. I'm not seeing anything on it. I'm doing like emergency uh uh googling. Okay, I'm seeing uh, okay. Okay, I think what it is is that he performed he pretended to be the looters. But the Looters is a, just an actual band, so he—it's the opposite. He—he's on—he's in the movie mm-hmm. playing the vocalist, uh, but then the Looters has an actual vocalist. It's hard because there's also members of the Sex Pistols mm-hmm. um, and the Clash make up the Looters in that in that scene. They're in the—they're in the movie. This is shattering my entire mind. It's really—I'm having a lot of trouble figuring this out uh if people are listening if ray winstone is listening i need i need answers but uh, but definitely the scene involves actual members of the clash and sex pistols on stage with ray winstone while laura dern is there this is like a dream (laughs) so hallucinating i have to see this movie i will i will kill to see this movie point is that the stain wins, stains wins right yes yeah absolutely all right let's move down the list <laughs> we have a lot to go through here tom yeah indeed we do um this band i think it's the, i don't know if this is the name of the band in the movie lustra aka the band that sings scotty doesn't know in euro in in euro trip yeah uh versus sex bomb from scott pilgrim versus the world now Scotty doesn't know has a very distinct benefit to it that puts it normally I wouldn't include a a song or a band like this but its lead singer is played by Matt Damon yes so there's that yeah Uh, it is also he's also the singer on this list of uh, fictional bands 
that most obviously does not possess the voice they are trying to tell us yes. he has. It's one of the most surreal experiences watching a movie because Eurotrip is not a movie that Matt Damon would be in. I believe there's a backstory where he like knew the director um, because Matt Damon was not not famous at the time. No. He probably was already born. Yeah, this was like 2002, right? Yeah. And he's got like a shaved head and looks like he's, it looks like he changed the way he looked to be in the movie. So like, I think most of us, when we saw this movie was like, no, that's not Matt Damon. Yeah. No, I remember. It looks exactly like him, but it can't be. I remember the buzz around it. Like he's not featured in the poster of the commercials, but like people I knew who saw the movie were like, Matt Damon's in it. Like it's this really wild cameo. That said, Sex Bob-omb is the better band. Yes. And they're they're like a lo-fi indie indie punk slash you know right they're they're not quite punk no but um, you would find them in an adjacent category in the record store yes um I yeah I like I definitely enjoy that music more than Scotty doesn't know yeah I think we have to give it to Sex Bobomb right here. and also the incredible adventure Sex Bobomb goes on. Right, yes, that's the other thing, is this, yeah, they have an adventure, they, they, the coins explode, mm-hmm. it's a whole thing, so like, yeah, kind of have to give it to them. Yeah, you gotta give it to I, them. It's not even, it's it's not even close. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we randomized these brackets, so it's gonna happen. Luck Which leads us to, yeah, leads us to the next one, and uh, this one's gonna really bum me out. Yeah. The Ain't Rights versus Josie and the Pussycats. Mm-hmm. Uh... The Eight Rights is, for people who don't realize, the band in Green Room. Yes. Um, <laughs> who, you know, they go through a lot, too. They do. <laughs> um, they have a kind of a hard time, uh, the the Eight Rights. Uh, also- Real uh, lineup change occurs during the film. <laughs> yeah. They also do something uh, extremely punk rock. Which is the the movie uh, begins with them realizing they are playing at a skinhead bar, uh, a Nazi skinhead bar, yes, to be precise. So they get on stage, and the first song they play is a cover of the Dead Kennedys called "Nazi Punks Fuck Off," mm-hmm. and that is awesome. <laughs> uh, it's a great it's a great part of the uh it is movie it is yeah yeah so they're like they're like street like gutter punk <laughs> like this is what yes yeah. um <clears throat> yeah so we have like yeah like street punk versus pop, pop punk, punk josie yeah. and the pussycats very 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 glossy pop punk yes and this is why it's gonna be it's gonna bum me out because they're both very good in their genre. Yes. Um, and they both that, have pretty cool stories. Yeah, I was going to say. Albeit extremely different. <laughs> right. But I would have to argue the eight rights have a tougher time. For sure. <laughs> I They get eaten, or partially, part, part, parts of them get eaten by dogs. Oh, you know? a, a half of 50% of them, I think. Yeah, I think 50% of them get eaten by dogs. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm leaning towards the eight rights. Uh, because. Well, and I know they're, I, I know that's the, they're a little more dear to your heart because that's like, 
that's, that's, that's the genre that's of punk the, I'm more yeah, related yeah, to. That's yeah, that's the kind of shit you listen to. Yeah. Um, but Josie and the Pussycats, I can't stress how fucking catchy as shit mm-hmm. their music a, is. Yeah, some good ass songs, and that's a funny yeah. movie. Um, I. <sighs> Hmm. I know, Tom. <laughs> it this is a hard one. Because technically Josie and the Pussycats is the better band. Yeah. Um, we're taking into account story and stuff like that. I would say the Eight Rights has a better story in a better movie. Well, it's a very different movie. It's a very different movie. Yeah. Yes. You don't watch these two movies for the you, same you reason. You can't really compare them because like the bands no. themselves, they're both very good in their respective genres. Yes. <laughs> um, I, ha- I hate this decision. This is a tough one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really, it, you know, the, what the, are you gonna say? like the dipshit teenage punk in me is going like the ain't rights, but like the refined adult in me is like, well, they're both very good. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to say, I don't think either of them will win the final thing. Oh, I'm interesting. Um, okay. Uh, let's go with. Hmm. I mean, if you think one of them has a chance, then we should pick that one. If you're looking at one of these and thinking, well, one of them might be the winner, and you you have a thought of which one, I thought then let's. I thought them. Josie and the Pussycats might have a chance. Well, then let's advance them. All right, <laughs> based on that idea, yeah. Because if they if you think they have a chance more than you think the Eight Rights do, yeah, because they have more. They enough. have more songs. You know what I mean? And it's like we don't know as much about the. We eight don't rights. know as much about the Eight Rights. Yeah, we get to yeah, hear them. And I, they're not going to be touring anytime soon. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. They're 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 they're, 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 they're the the ain't the ain't alive's. Yeah. The ain't uprights. Spoilers. The ain't uprights. The, oh oh. Oh! <laughs> oh! All right. Um, yeah, and their surviving members not going to be picking up a bass anytime soon. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bringing it to the Stains v. Sexba Bomb. Now, this actually doesn't feel hard for me if we're going by the movies. Because mm-hmm. Sexba Bomb, as we talked about in our We Just Watched, their lead singer is kind of a D back uh versus the stains which is like you know they got laura dern over there they do they do did we agree that the lead singer was kind of a d-bag scott Pilgrim. oh no sorry not the lead singer they're uh guitarist they're scott pilgrim the scott pilgrim of the group scott's the bassist whatever steven steven stills is the lead singer he sings too scott scott does some backup stuff but Look, these are just words, Tom. <laughs> just saying words. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Do you do you agree with my logic? I don't know. I mean, I definitely like Laura Dern on bass more than I like Michael Sarah on bass. Right, Battle of the Bassists. Yeah. One of them, only only one of them has like uh, been chased by Velociraptors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only one of them has an Academy Award. That's true. Um, um, 
Hmm. See, this is this yeah, is the thing. I'll- Sex Bob-omb is the more polished band, but I think the Stains has just more heart. Yeah, let's and give it. Let's the, give it to the stains. Yeah, yeah, and the whole bikini kill thing. Yeah, ex- which, exactly. Yeah, I like I like their style of music more than I like Sex Bobombs. I never got yeah. super into the lo-fi. Right. Indie Obviously, rock. one is in a more successful movie, but as people can tell, we're not taking that into account that much. Not that much. I think that's like a tiebreaker more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, that brings us to. The Stains versus Josie and the Pussycats. Yes. Now that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's just the, the man, the mute. It's two different styles. It's two different and styles. It's two different styles. Yeah, my argument remains for Josie and the Pussycats that the movie is just so darn charming and those songs are so flippin' catchy. All right. Um,. But then so, you got the stains, which is Diane Lane and Laura Dern fucking influencing Bikini Kill. Yeah, I if we're talking about the punk genre, mm-hmm. I easily go to the stains. Yes. Um, yeah. If we're talking about who has a better chance to represent this genre in the main tournament, I would say Josie and the Pussycats. Um, so it kind of depends on how we're looking at this. Are we looking at this as we're determining the best of punk? Or like the most agreeable type of music, the music that like I honestly, if I was putting on music, I would put on the stains. That's um, fair. That's that's just me, I, but just, I would it, listen it, to the stains regularly. It and entirely I, depends on what mood I'm in. Right. Because I enjoy both of these almost equally. Sure. Um. But yeah, no, I think you're. I think we kind of have to give it to the stains. I kind this movie that I haven't seen. Yeah, uh, this band, I need. I kind of need to give it to them. Yeah, because watching the if you uh, folks, most people listening to this are like, what the fuck are the stains? Yeah, uh, go Google it, watch it, and you're like, shit, this is like a punk band, probably because it is. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, where did this movie come from? Maybe I'm uncultured, you know. Uh, but I think we got to give it to the stains. Is the yeah point here? All right. For no, it's. I mean, you've never wanted to, like you never knew you wanted to see Diane Lane and Laura Dern together in a high school band, which is they're both teenagers. It's essentially what this is. Yeah. It's fucking just wild. Fucking Laura Dern rocking out on a bass. Put that I can't in your wait mind. To watch this. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's undeniable. They cannot be denied. Mm-mm. They're the stains. They shan't be. Yes, they shan't be. They shan't be. All right. Well, we're moving on then. All right. To like rock indie-ish. Ge- pop. Generic. Generic. Okay, Dave. <laughs> mostly rock. <laughs> it's mostly rock. But looking at this lineup, I'm like, some of these could go either way i think people are going to get bothered by how we genre these right yeah well whatever i mean we did the best we could to make this a manageable podcast yeah and you know what they can fucking deal with it they already have in their head uh for free 
the Mos Eisley Cantina Band <laughs> being played while we scarf down food yeah. in silence. We crush food during a horrible date. Yeah. All right. Well, this first lineup is very interesting. This is the Hong Kong Cavaliers versus Weird Sisters. For people who don't know, Weird Sisters is the band in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. They're the they're the band playing at Hogs, Hogwarts during the school dance. Hong Kong Cavaliers are from um, what's it called? Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. I don't know as much about the band, the Hong Kong Cavaliers. Well. Um, I'll tell you what, I like that song more than I like the Weird Sisters song. Yes. And also I it's agree. Buckaroo Bonsai. I I kind of I'm there's some I'm right there with There's you. some stuff to say for the Weird Sisters. One, it's the lead singer's the dude from Pulp, and then the guitarist and the drummer are both from Radiohead, so that's fucking crazy. It, yeah, in terms of <laughs> talent, I think they win, but yeah, yeah that's not um but then he's like singing about ogres and stuff exactly they're really lame it's like also they're, they're playing they're really corny they're playing like a high school dance and i know there's like in the wizard world there's only like five high schools mm-hmm. which is seems like a problem there's probably like so five bands like, too yeah in the wizarding and world. like wizard band that's they don't go to music class at hogwarts they really don't No, there's no arts program at hogwarts fucking no. curriculum yeah, is broken their songs are lame ass yeah I'm they're just gonna they're, say they're just they're they're a bunch of corny assholes i'll say it yeah the weird sisters are corny as fuck fuck them yeah fuck them hong kong all right. cavaliers all the way baby all right that we got through that very quickly mm-hmm. uh and now um second lineup this is also interesting this is, and will probably the, also be very quick yeah well all right well, do we want to you know what let's i know they have this listed as the fifth one we're supposed to go through but let's pit the hong kong cavaliers versus the wonders real quick oh, so we're gonna have like a semi-finals face-off already all right i just want to clean it up okay fine is that okay that's fine okay we're we're running this ship all right the the Winneaters. uh the, the own eaters doing that doing, <laughs> doing that thing you do um this is hard. Is for it? Me. <laughs> well, I like Hong Kong Cavaliers music better, but the Wonders is It's that thing you do and that song that thing fucking slaps. Yeah. Okay. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's the Wonders. We just... It's the Wonders. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're like rushing. It's one of the most <laughs> This is going to be well, no, This is going to be a top heavy episode, well... but like this isn't you're right this isn't doesn't need to be debated no i just want to go on record and say that i would love to go to a hong kong cavaliers show fuck yes and buckaroo bonsai is just like you know it's awesome yeah buckaroo bonsai is awesome and his his crazy little uh his his wild ass uh synth pop club band is great but the wonders is like one of the most iconic movie bands okay the wonders wins yeah all right anywho second one Mm -hmm. uh the Rettles versus Autobahn. <laughs> Autobahn is, if you recall, the band in the Le- the Big Lebowski. The Rettles being the uh, Eric Idle Beatles uh, parody. Uh, spoof parody band. Mm-hmm. So the Rettles is basically just funny Beatles. Right. It's goofy Beatles. Yeah. Autobahn. I mean, 
we discussed this. They don't believe in anything. Right. So they don't, these men are cowards. They don't believe in they're anything. They're cowards. So this is another one where I feel like this is actually a pretty quick one. Yeah. We're gonna we're the, gonna powder their Autobahn's testicles with a bowling ball and uh, advance the Ruddles. Yeah, they're literally the like supposed to be the Beatles. Yeah. So you know, and that's gonna be a fun lineup later. Um, okay, let's move on to Stillwater versus the Pinheads. Stillwater <laughs> is almost famous. Yes. Okay. Versus the Pinheads, which is Marty McFly's which is Marty band. McFly's band. <laughs> Um, well, first of all, Marty McFly's band is just too darn loud. They're just right? too darn loud, and they don't even make it into the battle of the bands. You're right. <laughs> this is hard because technically, their lead singer invented rock and roll. Yes, he did. Uh, but by stealing it from by black stealing artists. it from Chuck Berry. <laughs> So he stole it from uh, black artists and reinvented rock and roll. Uh, essentially, I think opening a rift in time. I feel like. Oh that's yeah, what that no, would he do. he shattered them. He, like he he fucking ruptured the multiverse with that. Yeah, Stillwater is their lead singer is Jason Lee. Uh huh. Lead guitarist is Billy Crudup. Yeah. Uh, they're 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 an all they're an Almond Brothers uh uh, uh analog. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm just going to be out with this, is that obviously Back to the Future is the movie I love, uh, but if we're judging them by, like, I'm not going to judge it by Marty McFly's Go Johnny Go. Like, that's, he's... He's, he's stealing that from Chuck Berry. Yeah. <laughs> just from the performance we see of the Pinheads, I don't want to listen to either of these bands. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not interested in either, but Stillwater is technically the better band. Right. Stillwater is not a style of music I enjoy, but I can watch that band and appreciate and, and be like, oh yeah, these guys are pros. Like, Right. They The pinheads are too darn loud, at least in that scene. Huey Lewis is right. Yeah. Like they're... Also, they're doing a cover of Power of Love, but badly. Right. Like, he kicks over his little, his dinky little practice amp and immediately creates a feedback loop. It's like, Marty. Yeah. You're, <sighs> Your band sucks. You're Mark. not Jimi Hendrix, you fuck. Yeah. I also love in those movies that they never entertain the idea that he's going to be a rock star, right? No. Like, he sees his future and he's not into it. Right. Because he, he uh, breaks they, his hand in a car accident. Right. And they're like, oh, and he never played guitar. And it's like, I don't. I don't think it would have mattered either yeah, way. I don't think he was. I don't think he was going to shoot the moon on that one, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, giving it to Stillwater. Just the way that Jennifer's like, and this re- this demo tape is really good. You gotta send it to mm-hmm. the record company. Oh, which, bless your heart, Jennifer. Which record company, Jennifer? <laughs> the record company. <laughs> yeah. You know how the many? You know how many unsolicited piece of shit cassette tapes they get Look, every day? You, you you take an envelope. You write the record company. <laughs> You put your demo in, and then they listen to it, and they're like, this is just the power of love. Yeah. But, you know. And for the record, if Huey Lewis in the news was was the band, they would win everything. Yeah. Yes. But a cover. It's Huey a bad Lewis cover, in the news. Yeah. A bad cover of power of love, it's it's awful. It's a terrible thing. This is a, a fun fact. Um I was uh, combing through some old photographs uh, when we were cleaning out my family's closet years and years and years ago, um, and I happened upon a photo of uh, my stepdad, clearly like in his early twenties, like college age, just 
schmoozing with Huey Lewis at a house party. <laughs> and I was like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you some questions. Yeah. Here, what sir? is this? And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, he, it was like before he got famous, he used to play at a lot of our frat house parties. Like he was just in the, he was just fucker. around San Diego when my stepdad was in college. So he just Fuck. has this cheesy Polaroid of him with Huey Lewis at a Incredible. fucking house party. Incredible. <laughs> and it's, what's funny is it was like, you know, at the time, like now it's like a, uh, I don't know, like a 40 year old photograph almost. But like at the time yeah. it was like a 25 almost 30 year old photograph and it's still unmistakably Huey Lewis in the photograph. (laughs) Yeah. That's like, that's like watching sphere. I think the first time I watched sphere, I was like, is that Huey Lewis? Like you only, no, it can't be right. That can't be Huey Lewis. You only see him from profile and it's like, that's Huey Lewis. Yeah. Why is that Huey Lewis? What's going on? What's happening? Are people already manifesting their thoughts? (laughs) Has the sphere already happened? That's what it was. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman's got a little got a headphone yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, he's just dreaming about Huey Lewis while he's Listening in his helicopter ride. Sports. Just like, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck us. Huey Lewis in the news. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. It's still water. Still water. Still water. All right. Next one is Infant Sorrow mm-hmm. uh, versus Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Yes. Um, so, is it cheating that Hedwig and the Angry Inch is a musical? I don't think so. Um, okay. Because, well, may, it depends. It, this is going to entirely depend on how much you like the respective songs, I think. Yeah. Um, because um, Infant Sorrow is Russell Brand's band from Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Get Him to the Greek. And yes, a lot of those songs were uh, written by Jason Siegel, um, who is right. actually a, a very good piano player and songwriter. Um, so a lot of the Infant Sorrow songs are pretty catchy songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, the writer for Hedwig is Stephen Trask, mm-hmm. who you might know for he did... Um, he did the music for Dream Girls, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, uh, he, he has a lot of. But Hedwig is sort of, to me, an iconic musical. It, this is hard because we don't have musicals on here. Not really. This I think this is the only one. But Hedwig is about someone starting a band. Yeah, right. Hedwig is about a rock star. Yeah, who uh, gets her music stolen by the fuck was tommy gnosis i haven't seen this movie in almost 20 years same year. <laughs> it's been a real long time for hedwig this is one where i kind of wanted to rewatch it yeah i probably um, listening to the songs i really like the songs um infant sorrow the the more early infant sorrow and this is coming from just get him to the greek uh like and this is the whole point of that uh movie like the stuff that sounded way more punk uh, I really like. Yeah. I also really like the music in Hedwig. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hedwig almost has, it gives me like the Blues Brothers feel where I'm like, it's more iconic. That's that's extremely true, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm leaning more towards that. Yeah, I personally like the Infant Sorrow songs more. 
Um, yeah, and I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, like even like they're all kind of f- well, some of them are funny. Like, but even like uh, inside of you, which is a funny song, <laughs> but like yeah. it's also a really good song. Like just its construction and the melody, you're like, that's actually a good song. <laughs> right. It has insane lyrics, but um. Hmm. I'm yeah, I'm leaning toward Hedwig just because it was so. It was such a th- it was such a thing uh, when it came yeah. out. Yeah, it, 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 it's more. I realize now this should have been in the punk genre, Hedwig probably. Uh, but maybe because it's glam, it's glam punk, it's glam, it's rock, glam rock, um, yeah, it's Iggy Pop. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with Hedwig as well. Yeah, let's go Hedwig. Okay. Well, now we're left with uh, the Wonders uh, versus the Ruddles. Uh, the Wonders. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean it's they're no, I'm not. I'm uh, not going to fight yeah. you on this because the Ruddles again, they're the pretend Beatles. They're fucking great, uh, but they just did the Beatles. Uh, so I love the fucking. I was watching the trailer for this, the bit where Eric Idle is. Giving, like talking at the mic and the cameraman just starts running faster and faster yeah it's so monty python that's such a monty python yeah, gag. It's, yeah. the whole thing is extremely but you're monty right python. the wonders right yeah it's the wonders. you're right all right well then we're up to stillwater versus hedwig and the angry inch mm-hmm. uh i have to give that to hedwig i tend to agree uh both because right. i enjoy the music more and like Hedwig again. Hedwig itself was uh, a, a mini phenomenon when it came out. Yes, but then we're left with the Wonders versus Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Mm-hmm. Um, I know which one I like better, but I do think the Wonders is probably the one. Right? Same. The Oneater. Yeah. The, the Oneater. <laughs> yeah. The Oneater. It's the Oneater. It's it's weird because they're like old rock. They're like old timey rock, mm-hmm. which I didn't think would be the winner here. Yeah. But if you think about uh, it in terms of the best fictional bands, it's got to be the Wonders for this. It's got to be the Wonders. Yeah. Right. Fuck. Okay. I'm writing it down for our... It's sealed. We can never change it. Mm. Okay. Ritz so in stone. Yeah. All right. We have two more genres to go. Indeed we do. Uh, this is a quick one. Yes. Uh Maybe because we, uh, I don't know, should have looked for more bands. Uh, rap slash hip hop. Uh, our first. <laughs> Ooh, I have an interesting thing to say about this. Let me hear it. Okay. I think we're going to have more fun when we get to TV, by the way, with this genre, because there's more there's, to there's, talk there's, about. There's a, there's a bigger spread of, of bands on TV, yeah. All right. First lineup, Alpha Chino versus B-Rabbit. Yes. Uh yeah, Al Pacino is uh um Oh yeah, Alpa. Alpa Al Pacino. Chino. Chino. Um, oh gosh, I'm forgetting the, his the, uh, Brandon Jackson? I forget the actor's name now. From, Tro- I don't know. Uh, it's Tropic, from Thunder. Tropic Thunder. B Rabbit is the character in Eight Mile played by Eminem. Uh controversial thought, Tom. Mm-hmm. While this sounds like an obvious one. B Rabbit didn't write Lose Yourself, nor did he perform it. Correct. B Rabbit <laughs> B Rabbit chokes 
in a in a freestyle battle and then gets his ass kicked a bunch uh has really fast sex with britney murphy and then does one good rap battle yep so so it's al pacino al pacino (laughs) wins uh i'm not saying that's the better artist between the two performers no but we can't you're right i I didn't fucking wins yeah i didn't realize we can't give lose yourself to b rabbit because he does not write it or perform it in the film yeah it occurred to me that is just an eminem song (laughs) that is an eminem song (laughs) fucking good song i'm not a fan of eminem great song of course uh great fucking trailer uh i even will say good movie i liked the movie uh b rabbit not good (laughs) no man he's not bad that I mean, fucking end uh yeah, that rap battle is amazing yeah it's fucking great but if we're talking about success mm-hmm. if we're talking about like uh, al pacino is technically the better artist here has way way more fame uh way more under his belt mm-hmm. uh these are, al pacino. yeah these are all things i agree with yeah um all right well next one here i also think this is an easy one just because of ignorance threw on postmaster p from leprechaun in a hood in the hood versus cb4 from the movie <laughs> CB4. cb4 uh i guess we could have also technically put wacky d on here which one's wacky d wacky d is the mc hammer analog from cb4 oh shit <laughs> oh man and also probably dead mike because dead mike has a solo career in yeah. cb4 um oh. I mean, yeah. It's This is Postmaster P is the leprechaun rapping, which I mean, good god. The, lep- the leprechaun rapping is pr- is pretty great. No, I no, Postmaster P I don't think is the leprechaun rapping. Um I think it's a rapper in Leprechaun. Oh. Um yeah, he he uh he comes into possession of a magical flute. And releases and releases the leprechaun. Oh. Uh, we couldn't find any fucking footage of him, so. Uh, so yeah, we just watched the clip of the leprechaun rapping. The leprechaun bit. rapping, which is good too. Yeah, it's not bad. It's it's very. My name is Lep, and I'm here to say. <laughs> yeah, it is very much that. <laughs> you are correct. Uh, but we'll see before you get straight out of low cash. <laughs> fucking. This is the thing. Is that. CB4 is NWA. Yeah, yeah uh, obviously. Yeah. Also, I really like NWA. <laughs> so, therefore, I like CB4. I like CB4, yeah. Uh, and that's that. That's uh, <laughs> that's where that ends for me. Sure. Man, I'm looking at other fictional um, rap artists. It really is, like, mostly on TV. It's very interesting. I can't wait to talk about MCP pants. Uh, oh yeah obviously yeah uh but yeah fucking <laughs> yeah cb4 right cb4 yeah it's cb4, CB4. no man, and that, now we that's, have that's childish i don't want to know <laughs> now who needs now, it? <laughs> now we're faced with cb4 versus al pacino and i know that cb4 are a bunch of posers mm-hmm. uh that's the point yes but i god damn they i like their music more than al pacino yeah what do you think i think so i mean al pacino's an entrepreneur uh 
Yes. He's got a lot of synergy across his different brands. That's saying something. His story is a lot more dynamic. The things he has to go through. Yeah. But as a band, watching CB4 perform straight out of low cash Mm -hmm. uh, just makes me so happy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, it also reminds me of a band... um, uh leftover crack they they introduce one of their songs with straight out of low cash <laughs> i never forget that <laughs> um and so i don't know it's it's uh right cb4 yeah i think it's cb4 yeah okay okay they're fucking great yeah and then <laughs> especially when we're gonna we'll talk about some of the other okay i'm writing down because they come out of also a uh, like a like a like a a place in comedy that I like to call the like weekday afternoons on Comedy Central genre. Yo, one hundred percent. Yeah, CB four was part of that, mm-hmm. and therefore part of me. Yes. All right. Well, let's get to our final one then. Indeed. Um, this feels like it should have more bands on it. Well, it again when we get to TV. When we get to TV, you're right. There, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, there's no, there's not that many in TV. There's one very specific one. Uh huh. That I think I, we're gonna have a lot of trouble. I mean, that we'll one, tell you the genre now, and you'll know you'll what band, know what we're, band talking we're talking about without about, us saying it. But it's and you'll know that it might win the entire. Right. Bracket. It's got a real strong chance of sweeping the entire bracket. Yes. Um. But it's not on this list. Nope. This is for movies and uh, movies, and this is metal. Metal heavy metal so we're gonna start with one of the hardest matchups here the lone rangers mm-hmm. versus wild stallions oh Holy man shit. oh man shouldn't it be the lone ranger <laughs> what's the deal with that you can't have more than one uh they're lone all right um yeah the lone rangers is from airheads yeah uh it's uh it's the band the song the only song degenerated is a cover of a song by reagan youth yep which uh, is actually a punk song and a punk band i would say the the punk version's better but this is a cleaner version of the song right it's a more polished version of the song yeah which when you listen to the original you're like no this is how it should be yeah uh reagan youth is a great band all right uh, Wild Stallions is, of course, Bill and Ted's band. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think we only ever hear them play uh, "God Gave Rock and Roll to You," which is, I think, a Kiss song. Yeah, and then in the in the new uh, oh, in the new one, that's right. They movie. have that. They have a pretty sweet song. Yeah, um, they do save reality like three times, like three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why do I have a feeling that's gonna? Um, make most of this moot right well we'll see like, we'll see the lone rangers i like the song better because i like the band they're covering right because it's a cool song yeah um and i don't care about kiss but i do really like the song at the end of bill and ted face the music yeah and they say and they save reality and they save reality and That's they're bill and ted kind of, <laughs> and they're bill and ted yeah right I, f- I just realized we don't have the band from Wayne's World on here. Doesn't matter that, because I feel like Wild Stallions is going right, to fucking cru- blast. Uh, crucial Taunt. Yeah. 
I mean, um, that, which that, is another that, cover. Well, yeah, but that version of Barroom Blitz is really fucking cool. That version <laughs> slaps. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. So cool. Um, his eyes are as red as the sun. Lucia <laughs> Carrera kills that shit. So Wild Stallions wins. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's Wild Stallions. As much as I love yeah. Airheads and the Lone Rangers, this is hard because uh, we're not pinning the movies. But you inevitably think about it this way. I'm like, do I like Airheads or Bill and Ted better? And it's like, I could, I could never. Like, if someone gave me a gun and they're like, shoot one, I'd shoot, I'd shoot myself. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, next one is Steel Dragon mm. versus Spinal Tap. Mm. Uh, this okay. This is going to be really difficult, Tom. I'm realizing that this how this bracket's going to go because uh-huh. uh, Steel, Drag- <laughs> Steel Dragon is the fake band from Rockstar. Rockstar. I'm going to go ahead and uh, here, Tom. I'm holding Steel Dragon mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Uh, do you see me toss them right in the trash? Oh yeah. Yeah. Get right in the fuck fucking Steel garbage, Dragon. Steel Dragon. It's Spinal Tap, you ass. The, you yeah, unbelievable is, ass. Yeah. Yeah, Spinal Tap is a real band, basically. Uh, technically, uh, yeah, which maybe means they shouldn't be on this list, but I don't know. This is yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like it's like we didn't put Tenacious D on this list because that's very much a real band, right? Do we have to disqualify a Spinal Tap? I don't think so because they were created for a movie. They were created for the movie, right? Yeah, that's Tenacious what I mean. D is that was they're such as a an sick- act. Right, Spinal Tap is such a successful fake band that they're a real band. Is that yes, and there's yeah. there's another band <laughs> that is in this category in TV that is the same thing. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh my god, uh-huh. Tom! I just realized that this is going to be like the Star Wars trilogy. It's going to be like it's going to end so fucking dark uh, and difficult if things go the way I think they're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, listen, Spinal Tap wrote Sex Farm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) One of the best songs ever written. So, (laughs) right, right? Like like that Tenacious D song, Greatest Songs in the World, they were singing Sex Farm. Yeah, tribute. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's just a tribute. Yeah, no, I Um, think they were actually, I think the gag is that they were singing Stairway to Heaven, but... No, it was Sex Farm. No, I mean, obviously, it was Sex Farm. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, it was Sex yeah. Farm. <laughs> Fucking Sex Farm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing just thinking about the song Sex Farm. <laughs> Spinal Tap re- wins. Yes. All right. Here comes... This is uh, this is sad for me. For me, this is I the... I know... This is the Wesley Snipes with the gun. Yeah, the, the, yeah this is a new Jack City meme. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we know we have next, to do. You got to kill your darlings, Dave. Yeah. Next lineup, folks, is Dragon Sound versus the Wild Stallions. Mm-hmm. Dragon Sound is uh, the band in um, <laughs> Miami Connection. The Miami Connection, a, a movie that takes place in Orlando. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Miami Miami Connection, for people who don't know is a movie that was made, um, I don't know when, fucked if I know when, but it was found like decades later. 1980 fuck, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was found in the Alamo Draft, by the Alamo Draft House, and like, I think they had it, and they played it, and they're like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> and so it just got this like huge uh, resurgence. Uh, and one of the things about it, it's it's a, it's a movie about fighting ninjas. Mm. 
Dragon Sound has two two major uh, songs, which is Friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be Friends Forever. I don't know. And uh, Against the Ninja. They play on stage with with like awesome red shirts that say Dragon Sounds. They do kung fu moves on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the plot, they are in fact ninjas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fight ninjas. Mm-hmm. One of them meets his real father. Uh, there's a whole there's a whole thing a whole story about that. They go to the beach. They look at chicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lo- they all vaguely look like celebrities that they aren't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great film, solid Miami solid picture. And one thing about Miami Connection, the soundtrack beyond this these two songs, fucking rocks. Um, and so I can't stress enough how underrated Dragon Sound is as a metal fictional metal band. But folks. They are standing there facing uh, <laughs> wild, wild stallions. <laughs> do I even? Do we even have to discuss this? No. <laughs> yeah. It's wild stallions, right. man. <laughs> yeah. Which brings up, man, we couldn't have planned this better because we're on our last yeah. two bands, end of the podcast, and I didn't even realize, I hadn't thought about it, that it's going to have to be Spinal Tap versus the Wild Stallions. Yep. It is Spinal Tap versus Wild Stallions. So here's here's the thing. Now, all right. If we're going by what the band has accomplished. Yeah. It's Wild Stallions. It's Wild Stallions, yeah. But if we're but, going by what the band has accomplished in real life. Or, or musically. Is, even or just musically, musically. It is Spinal Tap. And I think I have to go with my gut and my heart and say that's how we need to judge it. I think it's, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, and again, New Jack City meme, you got to kill your darlings. It's got to be Spinal Tap, right? It has to be Spinal Tap. Yeah. It, it's, here's it the, has here's to the be. Thing. It has <laughs> yeah. to be. The way, the way Blues Brothers prevailed um the way the wonders prevailed too yes um the difference is i fucking love spinal tap more yeah well of course it's spinal tap (laughs) it's fucking spinal tap yeah uh it's spinal folks hey it's spinal tap i didn't know until i was like double digits in age that spinal tap was a fictional band well yeah because they're uh, like the first time i heard spinal tap my cousin put on well sex farm <laughs> and it was like check this shit out and i was like this is wild <laughs> and then i watched spinal tap later and i was like oh shit it's like oh yeah. this is a comedy band yeah um yeah man man yeah it's how that- how how quickly how quickly you can be felled yeah, uh, just depending well, on who you, on on who you're matched up against. It wasn't even a contest. It's Spinal no. Tap. Yeah, and it's going to get a lot harder when we start talking about fictional TV metal bands in next uh-huh. episode. Yeah, we also have a shitload of uh, rap and hip hop. Uh, yes, Magnificent, yeah, for there's example. A, yep, yep. Uh, I'm going to have to. I think J Rock's going to be on it. I don't know if J Rock from Trailer Park Boys actually. Oh no, J-Rock's bit is that he sucks. That's the right. whole point. Well, J-Rock's not going to get far. Um, gang, gangs delicious. Yeah. Uh, Jesse and the Rippers. 
Mm-hmm. Can't wait to talk about Jesse and the Rippers. Oh, gosh. Uh, the Beats, which, man. So th- this is all just a taste of, of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. next one. Uh, mm-hmm. Doc, Dr. Fouquet's uh, 100% Natural Good Time Family Band Solution. Come yeah. on, guys. Yeah. There's, You're excited. <laughs> there's a lot of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of shit. Um, so, sh- so, yeah. Uh, I guess we're closing out. I want to thank Matt Osborne again. Mm-hmm. Uh, for big, making this big, happen. This is a great Oz idea. Country. Big country. Big Oz country. Uh, g- good good idea. Mm-hmm. It is um, a good idea. Matt wanted us originally to do something um, involving Warhammer and Robert Evans. And while I couldn't ha- guarantee that as a series, I'm just going to tell you all now, I've been talking to Robert Evans about... <laughs> And doing an episode about doing an episode yeah uh so look forward to that but for now you all should check out our patreon at mm-hmm. patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed we have exclusive podcasts there like tom and jeff watch batman and fox Mulder is a maniac we have Woo! tiers where you can watch movies with us uh, every friday night and tiers where you can make your very own podcast just like, like this one big oz country did yeah man i had fun tom yeah so did i this was a fun. This is a fun idea. You know what else is fun? Drugs. Buying things from our store. Buying Those from our too, store. but also but also drugs. Yeah. Uh, we have a store tpublic.com slash store slash gameplay employed. We can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of shit. Maybe even drugs. Perhaps uh, even drugs. You can message us. You know, whomst can say. Who <laughs> can say? Um. Yeah, I think that's uh more than enough. Probably, um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, take it real easy, everyone. Yeah. Uh, get, and, and, and to all the bands that lost, get your shit and get out. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. You're fucking done. <laughs> you're, you're finished in this town. You garbage. You you're garbage. garbage. <laughs> you're done. You belong in a garbage can. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah.